Dark Fringe Radio, your premier source for the paranormal, conspiracy theory and true crime. Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios, it's Dark Fringe Radio. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. Uh, today is November 11, 2022, and uh, we're celebrating Veterans Day. And uh, tonight we actually have a veteran with us, and we're going to be talking about the state of America. So we're going to just jump right into it. Tonight, our guest is Herb White. Herb, how are you doing tonight? Great. Thanks, William. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. You. Yeah. No, listen, uh, we have a, a pretty lengthy history. I think I've known you since 2003. Um, and we worked together for a good six, seven years there uh, in my uh, nine to five job and uh, got to know you very well, got to know you and your family. But uh, yeah. you are a former Marine. Obviously, uh, you know, you spent time in the military. Give me your background, if you could. So that way, everybody at home knows uh, a little bit about your background. Yeah, sure. Uh, born and raised in Southern California, if you want me to go back that far. Uh, well, if you want to, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I uh, graduated uh, law school in 1992. I was in private banking. And then uh, 1999, I got a wild hair up my butt and decided I wanted to join the Marine Corps, although I wanted to do that since I was probably a kid. My dad was a uh, former Navy, Korean War vet. Mm. And so I joined the Marine Corps in 99, uh, deployed to Iraq in 2003. Uh, got off active duty at the beginning of 2005, went into private practice, stayed in the reserves, um, finished reserve duty in uh, 2020, actually January 2020, mm-hmm. and uh, met up with you, like you said, yeah. and uh, we worked together, traveled United States to conferences uh, in the healthcare finance industry and, uh, yeah. and still doing the same thing today, and here I am. There you go. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us, and uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course, man. And we've talked about having you on the show for many years. And, you know, I, I kind of uh, avoided the, uh, the the politics on the show. But um, I think at certain times there are, you know, it's kind of necessary to kind of bring it up. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, especially now that the uh, midterms just passed, Jay, um, you know, more important now than any um, to kind of like, uh, you know, go over what uh, the, the state of what we're living in right now and kind of do like a you know, a little check on what, what's going on. So tonight we're going to be delving into a lot of different topics. And the first thing that I really want to delve into tonight is the midterm elections. So um, there was supposed to be this big red wave that was supposed to come here and it looked like it didn't really happen that much. It, uh, it didn't. And uh, you know, the last text I got from my oldest brother, who is <laughs> uh, a fiscal conservative, he likes to say, and, uh, and uh, a social liberal, I guess, but um, he texted me uh Oh, the red tsunami is coming. You know, right. You know, fear, vote, gloom and doom. Yeah. Vote woke, yeah. go broke. You know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it kind of went in like a lion and out like a lamb. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, just, it certainly I, did. It, did. it didn't really happen. And, and you know, I, I was telling my wife, I said, you know, I just have this weird gut feeling. It's not going to happen the way mm-hmm. they're saying it's going to happen. And, right. uh, and, and, and it didn't. Yeah, I no. Think, and I think there's a reason for that too. If you want me to cut right to the chase, 
Pace please, yeah. I mean, give me give me your, I, your stance on that, I'm please. Just, this is just my thing. Uh, it, it, this is just my opinion is that you can't you can't keep throwing hate and discontent at people. You know, you just can't mm. keep doing that and expect them to 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 follow you. you it's know? tiring. It's, it's tiring. It's not a it's not a leadership quality, right? <laughs> you know. Right. So, um, and I think that just kind of it kind of even the field a bit and it, and they lost them, the, you know, the Republicans lost them. They kind of grabbed it there at the end, mm-hmm. you know, with the economy and everything, but they, they sort of lost it with, uh, with all the exhaustion of the, the, um, the uh, election was rigged and I, and going back to 2020 and all that, I think it just got old for people. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, Jay, what's your take on, you know, the, this whole political landscape that we're dealing with now? <laughs> i know this is kind of a left left ball for you i know <clears throat> well i believe that we see a lot of smoke and mirrors yeah. um i i think government corruption is at an all-time high no matter which way you go left right or in the middle mm-hmm. uh i i was hearing all about the red wave but i I didn't actually think there was going to be a red wave. I thought it was going to be kind of what it was. It was going to be a all bluster and no actual bark, no real bite to it. It was right. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, you had one particular red stain uh, and one particular state, which we'll rename, <laughs> remain nameless. The one we live in. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Charlie Chris didn't have a chance, man. Come on. He no. came off of a losing uh, campaign before when he ran against Rick Scott. You know, he never regained the public's trust, unfortunately. And yeah. all of a sudden he comes in and then you got Ron DeSantis here, who is, <laughs> although very, very um, uh, troubling at times, the, some of the decisions that he makes, like, for instance, uh, shipping people out <laughs> in buses to different city or different states. But yeah, hey, he's, listen, at the end of the day, he's, he's everybody's favorite. Exactly. Yeah. It was exactly. no surprise. Yeah. No, right. it, was, listen, yeah. it wasn't going to be 100% one way or the other. A- and to, to be a hundred percent transparent, uh, it kind of didn't. It, it's the devil you're currently in bed with, as opposed to the devil yeah. that you just left. It, right, you know, right. yeah, they're, they're they're both wonky and just trying to farm us for money. Well, listen, there's been there was a lot of you know key important victories on both sides, um, and more so on the Democratic side um, as of late, because um, you know, of course, uh, Pennsylvania. Fetterman won and beat Dr. Oz, uh, Dr. Oz uh, Mehmet, uh, who was very highly touted by the uh, Trump administration and a lot of the GOP members uh, to be the winner of that uh, that particular area. Obviously, did not happen. Uh, Fetterman uh, came through and actually, you know, pulled off a very big upset. Um, you know, there's all the, also some of the ones that ended up on the Republican side that I still are scratching my head. Like, uh, for instance, um, Majorie uh, Taylor Green, who in Georgia just un- I don't understand how. People can vote for a lady like that, but hey, listen, you know, everybody has their opinion and they're entitled to that. Um, but at the same time, you know, you kind of scratch your head looking at that and you're just like wondering, like, really, like, this is the best that you guys can do. That's just uh, listen, doesn't make sense. Herschel Walker. Yeah, well, I was just going to yeah. get into him and, in a second. And, and <laughs> if you, don't, if you, you don't have to look any farther than that to really yeah. just see how much skullduggery and head fuckery is going on. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a great football player, but let's be real, it's not great. even. He's not even in the realm. No, he doesn't come across well. He doesn't even come across well. I mean, he well, doesn't know how to speak clearly, properly. 
clearly full of shit when he speaks, whatever he speaks, however yeah. it comes out, because it's never it's never consistent. But it doesn't even matter. He still somehow got up on the podium. You got a question. How the hell did that happen? There are strings being pulled, things being paid, and all he's doing is what they're asking him to do. And can't fault him for doing it. Yeah. It's a, it, I mean, it's clear. Yeah, it's amazing how a guy like that just can be uh, catapulted and pushed into the limelight, you know, um, just because he had a name in football and, you know, it's recognizable and you know what I mean? He's African-American, so that's even a plus for the the, the Republican side, you know what I mean? Because, you know, the lack of thereof uh, in that that party. The in, yeah, the interesting thing with him is that he he he, he was supported by the ticket by, by the governor, by Governor Kemp, mm-hmm. but but not not in the equalness of like how the percentages came out because Kemp got much more percentage of the vote. And then, and it's like, people actually skipped Herschel Walker. They didn't vote for him just because they voted for Kemp. If right. you voted for Herschel Walker, you definitely voted for Kemp, <laughs> but, not the, but not the other way around. If you right. voted for Kemp, right. that doesn't mean you voted for Herschel Walker. Right. So the two he was, are not necessarily synonymous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was definitely supported by by that ticket, just like Rubio was supported by the De, um, DeSantis and and um, uh, Scott is or not Scott. Uh, who's our other senator? I can't even think of his name. Oh, um, Lurch. Lurch. Yeah. yeah. So Rick Scott. Yeah. Rick Scott. So, so he was buoyed by that vote because right. I honestly, I was, a, it's not that I was surprised that Rubio won. It's just that by the amount he won, you know, mm-hmm. the amount he won by mm-hmm. um, just made me scratch my head because if there was ever somebody who did nothing in this, he doesn't even come to work, Herb. Uh, he doesn't I, even come to work. Hello. <laughs> How do you do your job where you don't come to if work? If I didn't show up 85% of the time, I wouldn't have a business. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Jay, tell me, wait, if you don't you go to work. Show, wait, you guys show up to work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I knew I no, forgot something today. No, but it's, it's really, it's really yeah. like what, John, John, what Herb said. It's very, very head scratching because you don't understand how. A guy like that could win by so much of a big margin. And it's just, it really is. Uh, uh, I mean, there's a couple ways. Yeah, well. <laughs> All you right, know, Jay. <laughs> well, no, Jay might be onto something because that's, you know, Trump all but admitted that he interfered in the DeSantis's election. Mm-hmm, if he mm-hmm. did, if he caught that, uh, he caught that article. Oh yeah. 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 We're going to get into that right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, so well, actually, actually Trump wrote the article. They just pulled it mm. into an, an actual newspaper. They could get right from his freaking yeah. truth social feed. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the guy can't help himself. I mean, he yeah. is just he really like can. verbal diarrhea. Like, just keep telling on yourself, he man. Just a, keep a on. He, I, yeah. he needs. Yeah, needs, he needs that attention. I will tell is, you this. He's like a vampire for it. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is, um, and I think, Will, you were probably with me at this conference. It's when I um, introduced um, Tucker Carlson. Yes. Before that, we actually happened. ran into Tarko. Remember? In we, the, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, were yeah. you and Jay, or no, or no, me and you? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. In the in the in the uh, hotel elevator. Yes, he, but, yeah, Correct. the elevator before it started. Yeah. So at that breakfast, though, before I introduced him to the afternoon crowd at breakfast that I was at, he we kind of were standing on the side. He he was uh, used to live in my hometown, so we were talking about La Jolla and all that, La Jolla High School. And, uh, and he said to me, he goes, you know, the one thing about, about Trump is he's like the most transparent 
president will ever have. I'm like, I didn't know what he meant by that at that time. I do know what he means now because he was actually very correct. Everything in that guy's head comes right out of here. That's right. Comes right out of his mouth. Yeah, there's no filter. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. There's now. Yeah. Now, I don't know if he's the most transparent because you you got to you got to remember the peanut farmer. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, he may think what is coming out of his head is correct, but once it comes out of his mouth, it can be completely false. Yeah. 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 Trump will lie on accident. Oh, he um, will. Absolutely. Just to, oh, for fun yeah. of it. But yeah, but yeah I mean, that's be honest on accident, too. It's um, it's yeah, yeah. it's really interesting, though, how now you're starting to see the shift in the media, especially on the Republican side media, where we're talking about Fox News and things like that, how they're actually shifting their focus away from Trump and they're calling him basically a failure because of all this midterm, all the people that he that he backed during the midterms, most of them, if not all of them failed. So they're basically calling him non-effective, a failure. Um, and now they're kind of shifting their focus to DeSantis. Do you think that DeSantis is going to be the new guy for the Republican Party now? Yeah. He is. Okay. I do. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't, I, I don't see, I mean, you know, you could, you could look at a guy like Kemp. You can look at a guy like um, Sununu. Um, you could look at a guy like, um, oh my gosh, he's going to, name's going to escape me, Maryland, governor of Maryland. Um, oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's yeah, more, I, he's kind of more uh, big tent uh, Republican. I can picture him. I just can't think of his name. Um, but you know, I think there's still that element that that DeSantis has that Trump has, which is, but DeSantis has a a, a bigger brain attached to it, right? To that to that same message. But I right. I still think the message is is a failing message because it just it, it sort of it, it pushes everyone else out you have to be in this one particular group you know and that just never works in politics no no absolutely no, not he, he's trump billion uh in the sense that he doesn't mind getting out there and getting in your face and kind of selling you a little song and a little dance and, and it's got that same ronnie reagan kind of rhetoric that they all kind of you know i said they all i love ronald reagan Hey, I'm in Ronald uh, Reagan's fucking Oval Office right now. This is fucking it right saying, here. That was the first president I ever voted for was Reagan. There you go. Saying, right? okay, so, it was my first election uh, at 18. I'm, there you go. That's pretty good. We're not going to talk about my, uh, my voting history. <laughs> um, mine's, all over, mine's all over the place. So, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. they're all on that same kind of line. But here's the thing. Uh, he, the census has what none of them had, which, which is actual political uh career he's he's an actual politician they were just kind of tv stars who everybody kind of liked and he kind of that you know one was kind of really the sweet old guy and the other one was kind of this crazy man's gonna tell china to go fuck themselves uh we all like that (laughs) Uh, this is a little different because he's an actual politico and he yeah yeah He'll get in your face. Now. I'm gonna tell you to tell China to go fuck off, but I'm gonna go ahead and just. He's got a Chris Christie quality to him. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Does, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. But 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 still, to me, Chris, you know, he, Chris Christie doesn't talk like this, like this. <laughs> yeah. The Frankenstein monster, right? No, yeah, but, yeah. But, but he, Chris Christie, actually is smoother. DeSantis is very funky the way he delivers. Yeah, his delivery is is a little disjointed, a little bit funky. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like Ted Cruz meets you know whatever. It, it, that's DeSantis to me. It, it yeah. doesn't have if he could if he could get his 
public persona, his delivery, his communication together, then he mm-hmm. would definitely be a force. But he's yeah. kind of still working it out. Yeah. See, actually, I go, I go kind of the other, the other direction a little bit. Because um, my background actually is in communication. It's actually what I went to school for. It's where I studied. I actually wanted to work in broadcasting before I realized that uh, that's like a real job, and I prefer not to do that shit. Um, <laughs> before you realize, you and doesn't pay, pay that well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I can pay way better. So uh, not show up for work. So it's yeah. Great. Um, my boss loves it. So uh, what I was going to say was um, cadence in speaking rhythmically. Uh, can help win over large swathes of, of people. Uh, but sometimes if you speak just slightly a bit off differently mm-hmm. than others, sometimes mm-hmm. what you're saying is important because you're, you've got a little bit of a different kind of a tempo and people just tend to, wait, yeah. something's off there, but because it stands out, <laughs> that is what gains. So what I think, believe it or not, is I actually kind of think it's semi-purposeful. Purposeful. I do yeah. believe it will get smoothed out. That's yeah. Because I think yeah. as it goes to the next, those next levels, it'll be, but right now he's he's trying to grasp while not really standing out too, too much and just, just, just the squeaky wheel. Yeah. Yeah. No, it sounds right. I, you know what, to jump on uh, what you said earlier, Jay, about um, the peanut farm, uh, Lauren Bobert, a Republican representative out of uh, Colorado, uh, she's in a very tight race right now. And as of Friday uh, morning um, against Adam Fersh, um, the basically they, they don't know what's going on yet. Um, she was down by like, I think it was 74 votes at one point. Now it's like down, she's down by a thousand. So you know, that's another one where, you know, it's a head scratcher for me because the way that she's come across as far as a representative for Colorado, it's just absolutely crazy between her and, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, yeah. Those two, I mean, are just like two peas in a pod. And again, another head scratcher as to why is she still so close and why this wasn't a fucking, you know, straight off victory for the Democrats yeah. on Pueblo, you know? Colorado, Pueblo, yeah. Colorado, Silt, Colorado. They're right. They're straight up Republican, super red, but, but the, but the, the, the positive side of it for me is, and, and, and just forgetting about red and blue for a second is that there's just people that they're like, this is, this is just too much. Like, I mean, think about it. There's that, that is a hundred percent her team, right? She should take like all of it, 90% of the vote, right? Right. 90% of the vote. And Mm -hmm. it's, and it's 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 this close because of again I you can't lead with hate and discontent you can't keep throwing that crap out there you can use hate and discontent for one singular battle you know to to rally the troops and get in there and get the thing done and get out you cannot it's like trying to be I, I hate to keep jumping around on analogies but it's 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 like trying to be a hundred percent it's trying to be hundred percent secure hundred percent of the time. It's impossible. It's impossible it is right. totally impossible. Cannot yeah. do that. And I think it, like you said earlier, Will, it just, people just are exhausted and they're right. like, God, just give me, okay, I'll take the guy in blue. I mean, right. you know, at least he seems like he's center, you know, and not, 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 not to the so left. far right. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Not too, yeah. not too far left. And, and, uh, and the guy's been in <clears throat> politics and he was in Aspen on the board or on the council mm-hmm. and, and did some other things, but, you know, and they're thinking, well, that's a, that's an okay choice. They literally split the vote. Right. Yeah. In a hundred percent red area. 
So yeah, it's amazing. Know. It really yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have that. And we also have the runoff in Georgia between what we just spoke about Herschel Walker and of course, uh, Senator uh, Raphael Warnock. Uh, so they're going to be going on to a runoff. Uh, I think it's what December 6th uh, is what the, the date is for that. So uh, you're going to see more politicking. Uh, as they say, on the, the the campaign trail from now to then. So it's going to be really interesting how that's going to all play out. They A lot of people say that this particular, um, uh, you know, contest between these two is what's going to end up uh, deciding where the Senate is going to go. So, yeah. you know, it's very important. Um, you know, people don't realize how important these things are until it really gets down to the nitty gritty, like sometimes in this, this particular instance. But it's going to be very interesting. We're going to see how it all, you know, falls apart at the end. It's going to be, uh, you know, people are going to yeah. point fingers and, you know. This is, this is what happens <laughs> when independents, when independents run in a, in, a, in a super important election. I just, uh, just mm. makes me want to vomit when I see someone like, hey, I got, I got 3% of the vote. And it's like, yeah, 2.8% of that would have gone this way. And right. that guy the guy that you wanted to win would have won. Would have won. Know? Right. I mean, that's, that's, how, that's how Woodrow Wilson became president. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Fucking Woodrow Wilson. What a name. Oh, <laughs> fucking guy. Throwback. What a throwback. Guy, Jesus, Mr. Jay. Monument himself. <laughs> yeah, right? Mr. Jim Crow. Well, don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Put up your dukes. Put up your dukes. Come yeah, on. Don't, don't, get me, don't get me started. Oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah. Well, from I'm one nutcase case to another, we're going to be talking next. Uh, we're going to get off the midterm, and we're going to be talking about Alex Jones. So uh, this yeah, fucking yeah. guy. Yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. This guy. Hey, this fucking yeah. guy. So uh Mr. Conspiracy Theory himself, uh Alex Jones, you all know him. InfoWars. Uh he's uh been on a tear since like what the last 10 years with that show. And you know, uh it looks like uh the what they call the chickens came home to roost when it came to him. Um, you know, oh, yeah. you can only push a conspiracy theory so far. And then uh, know that it's false and then, you know, have a lot of people suffer because of it. And that's exactly what happened here. Uh, Alex Jones uh, is actually seeking a new trial after a $1 billion verdict for the Sandy Hook uh, victim families. And uh, it's a really interesting I think case. They, I think they uh, piled on another half a billion on top of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I think, think it at, was. I think he's at 1.5. I think he's at 1.5 billion at, now. At this point, I mean, just keep tacking it on, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah, his, I mean, pro- his problem with that case is I don't I don't know what his theory is with getting a new trial because the only part of the trial that he can get anew is on damages right. because he defaulted on everything else. Yeah, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I like that this one was on your list of things to discuss because from yeah. a legal standpoint, it yeah, you could give I, a lot of insights. I've about. been really thinking a lot about this case because it, it, it had to be one of a couple things that happened. He met with his attorneys mm-hmm. and they said, look, we need to take a look at the discovery that they're asking for. They look at the discovery and they just went, dude, you're you're dead to rights. <laughs> like this is, you know, and here we want you to sign this because we're gonna t- we're we're telling you right now that if you turn this stuff over, you're done, and we don't want any part of this. And this is our CYA letter. Or it went the other way, which was he just wouldn't turn the stuff over. So the attorneys did the same thing with the CYA letter and said, hey, sign this because we're telling you, you need to play ball with the court. Otherwise, this, that, and the other thing is going to happen. They're going to take issue sanctions. That's basically what issue sanction is when you're, I guess, yeah, we're on your podcast, so I can use language that I want. Absolutely. It's when you're such a fucking dick that the court says, 
There we go. Dude, <laughs> we are going, this issue right here that has to do, we're going to find in favor of the plaintiffs for this issue because you're such a fucking dick and you're not doing what every red-blooded American should be doing in the legal process, which is everyone opens their books to each other. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that, but that's how, that's how, that's how it works. Go. There's yeah. no surprises really in a case. Everyone sees everything before you get there. And he wouldn't do that. So his attorneys probably did the CYA letter with him and said, Hey, look, sign this because we're not going to be on the hook for this shit. You're mm-hmm. not playing ball, which is probably what happened. He kept it thinking now that the court's going to default against him. He was planning on paying 20, maybe 30 million in damages. Right. And then he would just simply write a check because the the economic specialist that they had, the expert, said, yeah, he's worth somewhere between 170 and 250 million dollars or whatever. Punitives are to punish, you know, so they punish him by 30, 40 million. Who knows? Right. But it came out to be a billion. So, you know, and he says about free speech, they didn't even get to that issue because he yeah. was such a dick in the beginning. They couldn't even get there. Right. Yeah. So he filed a request on Friday uh, saying that Judge Barbara Bellis pretrial rulings resulted in an unfair trial and a quote unquote, a substantial miscarriage of justice. That's what he says there. And additionally, the amount of compensatory uh, compensatory Compensatory, damages award exceeds any rational relationship of the evidence offered at the trial. Uh, that's what uh, Jones lawyers basically are argued, Norm Pattis and Kevin Smith. Uh, so, yeah, um, again, we're talking about, uh, you know, an instance where an FBI agent responded to a shooting um, and relative eight children, adults killed in a massacre and sued this guy for defamation, knowing that he all this stuff was misinformation. Go ahead, Herb, what you were going to say. Yeah, I was just going to add to that. The, he might have he might have. A, a, a appealable issue on the punitives because punitives are meant to punish, hence the term punitive punishment. Right. right. You you don't like when you think of if somebody's worth a million dollars, I'm just going to mm-hmm. use an example. If someone's worth a million dollars, punitives, you don't come back and say, hey, you're going to pay five, five right. million. You only have it's a possible. Million. Right. Yeah. Now, a half a million, that's pretty punishing. The whole right. idea about punitives is to keep you from doing that same thing again. It's, right. it's to, it's, and it's to tell other people. Don't do this shit because this is what's right. going to happen to you. Right. So if you if you were worth five dollars, punitive would be three dollars. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, right? So right. if you're worth 170, 250 million and you get punitives of, I think it was, was the punitives in the, and now I can't I, my numbers. It was like 950 million. Well, that million. was the total, but I don't oh, know. Was maybe it? that was the punitive. It doesn't yeah. matter. Let's say the punitives were were five for this purpose, were 500 million and you're worth 170. That part I can see doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. If I just look at it from a purely legal standpoint, forget about the fact that I think the guy's a fucking whack job. <laughs> he does have a point there. He does yeah. have a point there. Yeah, no, you're right. And, you know, again, we, you know, we have to be careful with people like this because, mm-hmm. you know, these, these guys have a very, very powerful voice. I mean, his show Infowars, I mean, for whatever you want to call it, crazy or not, I mean, he has a huge following and a lot of people that, you know, mm-hmm give in and play into this stuff. And, you know, it goes into the whole QAnon stuff that we're going to, I'm actually going to talk about that here next, but yeah, I mean, it does set a precedent though for people that try to say these kinds of things. So like, Hey, listen, you can't be doing this stuff, man. This actually affects families. You know, the families of these, of, of these, these children, they were getting death threats, rape threats, um, 
They were getting phone calls in the middle of the night. I mean, imagine something happened to your child and you had to go deal with that emotional roller coaster of losing yeah. a child. Yeah, it was such emotional a, distress. It was, it, was, yeah. it was defamation on a daily basis. So they defamed the parents of these dead kids. And you can't, there is language that is not okay uh, mm. under the First Amendment. And, and part language is there's also fraud. He was defrauding. So he yeah. was inducing people. It was a grift. He's making money off of this as he's defaming others and right. he's grifting from this fraud that he knows is intentional. You can't, there is no first amendment protection against fraud. Mm-hmm. It just isn't. That's why we mm-hmm. have fraud on the books. You right. know, if somebody comes and takes money from you by misrepresentation intentionally, that's fraud. Yeah. That's it's not fraud. protected speech. Right. So, no. yeah. yeah. So yeah, that brings me into the whole QAnon thing. That's going to be our next little uh, segment here now. Um, you know, it, this has been kind of a very, a uh, powerful thing in the last couple of years. And uh, by now, I'm sure you've all heard of QAnon. Um, it's an internet conspiracy Who? theory. Yeah. <laughs> We're supposed to talk about Yeah, yeah fuck it. <laughs> Fucking QAnon. Personal Personal QAnon. Uh, I have a <laughs> personal right. beef right. against QAnon. I really do yeah. because it what? gives conspiracy. I do. No, because it gives conspiracy no. theorists a bad name. It does because people lump every conspiracy theorist into the whole QAnon thing. And that's not fucking fair because I've been a conspiracy. It's not the same thing. I've been a conspiracy theorist before QAnon was even QAnon. So I don't, I don't want to hear any kind of bullshit about, Oh, every conspiracy theorist is QAnon. No, it's not. It's I'm a completely, still not a conspiracy theorist. Well, you, that's why I have you on the show, Jay. That's to give, you know, the back and forth, <laughs> but yeah, listen, it's a fringe phenomenon. You know, most people could, ignore it safely but recently it's just gotten to a a fever now where you know even you have like some of these representatives you know parroting some of these same things these beliefs that are completely non-factual um you have major taylor green saying that jews have a space laser on the moon i mean what the fuck is going on i mean that's my dad's family Wait, what? Herb, you're responsible. By proxy. By proxy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm chosen by proxy. Yeah, yeah. That's how I like to say I'm chosen by proxy. Yeah. But I mean, all the. It's insane. Yeah. Jesus went, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But the followers of this movement, I mean, they participate in a lot of just crazy shit. I mean, they talk about violent crimes, including kidnapping and assassination plots, and, you know, talking about how you know, there's a huge pedophile ring in, in, the, in, the, in the Democratic eating Party. Eating babies. Eating babies. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. And you're yeah. just like... That's I like mean, the Jerry Maguire line. You had me yeah. at eating babies. <laughs> <laughs> eating babies. Water babies. <laughs> the the water, oh, water, wow. Baby. Yeah. It's just the it's, it's too water. much. There is, there is a... There, there was a... Um, I don't know if you saw that thing by Vice on... I love Vice. And a docu- documentary on it and that was pretty interesting and they came up with a few different theories as to how this started one of them which i think it was was just somebody just said hey i'm gonna just i'm just gonna throw this out there and see what happens mm-hmm. and it just started taking off because you know with social media it's like you know th- what what sells the most and what grifts the most is hate again mm-hmm. it seems to be the theme of the whole you know it just hate and discontent see if you can get something even more controversial out there you know, and I think it, I think that person who started it might have said, Oh, yeah, let's just see where this goes. And then it took a life of its own, and people just started going down the rabbit hole with it. And so, yeah. what, you, what, what I think you tend to find is when you look at a lot of today's society, especially the up and coming generation, unfortunately, William, 
I will be attending my oldest nephew's wedding next Saturday, meaning that our generation is now the old generation. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that being said, uh, what you see in that, that upcoming generation is not only a lot of look at me, a lot of sensational, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's over information, not just misinformation, not just bad information. It's over information. Yeah. There is so much for them to try to piece through and pick at some part. What happens is they just shut down and go, this is what I think. This is my belief. And then you can't have a conversation with them to help them understand. A lot of times what happens is people just make up their minds these days, and that is where it is. Like, I don't know, one particular basketball player who will remain particularly nameless. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe putting out things about some anti-Semitic stuff and, and then saying, I wasn't promoting it. I just had it on my social media. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole other crazy bag of cats. There you do. That, that is guy. Yeah. He's not exactly uh, embraced by the, uh, the, uh, the Jewish community right now. Huh, Herb? <laughs> no, no, no. He's kryptonite. Right he's kryptonite, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, he's uh he's the man of show that got went yeah. went bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the last time Kanye was coming to a Seder, anyways, bro. Woo, but I know, but listen, I mean that guy has a lot of power. I mean, yeah. think about it, he has a lot of influence. He has a lot of, yeah, he yeah. has a lot of influence, he has a lot of power, he has a lot of people that follow him. You know, you yeah. start you start spouting anti-Semitic stuff, you know, there's gonna be a percentage of people. They're going to go and follow the same thing that he's doing. I mean, as small or minuscule as it may be, let's just say he has two, 200 million followers. Let's just say 10,000 of those followers end up doing the same thing or that same mentality that he has. That's still 10,000 people out there. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So again, and it's more powerful today than it was in the 1930s and forties where they oh, used radio, radio and flyers. And now it's right. social media. It's, it's immediate. And it's you immediate. can talk back and forth to that source. Exactly. So and the disinformation only, starts, turns into misinformation, and misinformation just keeps going down and down. That's right. Control. And that's right. it's unregulated. Mm-hmm. It is back then, what went out on the radio, while it might have been censored, and there was definitely a lot of, let's say, creative storytelling, uh, but at least you knew it was it was regulated. There was a lie. It's kind of like all that's happening with like this, this big run on, on Bitcoin that just happened the other day. It's not regulated like the bank. So it means it's not protected like the bank. This is a very similar situation. It's not, there's anybody, anybody. Now I technically am a professional broadcaster. I have a (laughs) degree in it. I have uh, no discernible (laughs) regionality in my voice at all. I went to those kinds of classes for that particular reason. Yet anybody can get on a platform. Can If you've got the right, if you got enough money, you can buy yourself onto a fucking podcast. You have Absolutely. your own thing to spout your own little yeah. uh, hate speech on your own little echo chamber. Yeah. And that's what's happening. People only want to hear the other people that echo what they want to feel. Nobody wants to have a conversation that has another side to it because sometimes that makes you feel icky. Yeah. And not only that, yeah. and the Go news ahead. used to be verified sourcing. Um, yeah. You know, when you had somebody who was on the news back in the day, it was verified. I mean, they sourced yeah, the shit out of it. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll get into that too. Usually that by fucking... a couple, usually by a couple sources too. Yeah, it was but always I like by. Jay's an, I like Jay's analogy though with the Bitcoin unregulated yeah. because um, mm-hmm. it reminds me of my my oldest brother who's in in finance in 
finance and has been for close to 40 years now. It, when I asked him about what do you not like about Bitcoin? He goes, cause it's for fucking criminals. Right. I mean, that was his straight up answer because it can't be, it's not regulated. It's not, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it, he, anyway, that was, you know, I just, it's another I like form of, yeah. Yeah. It's another form of just getting money laundered and that it's unregulated at that point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to, yeah. You know what? It's going to be interesting where all that falls out in the end. I don't know where it's going to really fall out at the end, but uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I mean, it's going to end up being, I'm sure regulated at some point, right? The government's going to come and take over that shit. It's, it's going to happen at one point or the other. It'll It'll have to be. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, going back to this QAnon bullshit. Yeah. You know, started back in 2017 on a 4chan uh, website. You know, you had this guy called Q spouting all this stuff. And the thing about conspiracy theories is, you know, it could be like a quarter percent true and you can't verify that it's not. So then all of a sudden it is true, according to them. That's how it works. You know what I mean? And it's that's the dangerous part of some of these conspiracy theories. And the fucked up part of it that there are some conspiracy theories that are true. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, ah, there's, there's like a give and take. But I think for a lot of us, we can kind of tell the difference between what we're dealing with here, what we're talking about, QAnon and regular conspiracy theorists like myself. Um, but yeah. that's there, you know, whatever. But yeah, that's QAnon. I just wanted to touch on that very briefly yeah. because I, to me, it's a very important topic because it's become something that a lot of uh Candidates have been, I get, like I said earlier, talking about and bringing up a lot of those theories, which to me is just unbelievable. Like half the shit that they're saying is like, holy shit, did you really just say that on national television? Like if I would have said that, people would have said like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Will? Like, are you serious? The big difference, what you're pointing out, Will, with the difference between conspiracy theorists and QAnon is QAnon has a base in, uh, and it's now been based in like evangelical Christian nationalist type idealisms so it's like that that is that's where it's it's just completely gone off the it it isn't it isn't conspiracy theory from the from your sense of it right right it's 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 on its own other plane or planet really sphere um and it's just uh it's it's kind of not i like to try to understand it which is why i watched that documentary because i just want to understand the the craziness of it so you know if you're ever <laughs> confronted with it you know you can you know are you, you know how to, fight, yeah. or, fight or flight you know right <laughs> yeah i don't know bye <laughs> yeah. leave me alone it's, yeah it's Go propaganda Jay. it's propaganda for stupidity i mean it really is on steroids just, on steroids uh, yeah. it is let's test to see just how fucking dumb people can be especially when they start thinking in a group yeah yeah but when let's, you let's, get, that's go ahead well, yeah. I mean, that's, but that's what, it, that's what it is. It's, it's even if they believe, even if they believe some of the crazy, 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 crazy shit they spout, there's no way they believe all of it. They are really just trying to cause dissent. I mean, it just, it's, the human nature, you just want to fuck with people, just to fuck it, with people. You, and you touched on something, you touched on it with human nature. Here's, here's from a, from a, a military standpoint, the reason why I like to, one thing I that I like the Marine Corps, what the Marine Corps teaches is you got to understand your enemy, right? You have to mm-hmm. read books about him or her. You got to, you know, watch documentaries, whatever, w- watch the other news channels. Um, I read all types of news. Um, but the point I wanted to get to what you what you brought up with this is from a from a military standpoint, this is QAnon and 
like ISIS radicalization Mm -hmm. is on a parallel track. And there's a lot of this, which is, it didn't start out as psyops. It's like kind of becoming psyops. It, it, it's, it's done its own thing. It's, it's curated. It's, it's, it's a really weird phenomenon, but whoever, you know, was kind of working this thing down the pike, they were using the same kind of messaging that ISIS uses that any other type of radicalization groups, cults use to Mm -hmm. radicalize people that are in that part of their lives where, yeah, exactly. Where, wherever their mind's at, you can have an intelligent person that ends up being part of QAnon. Of course. That's the, that is a great, that's the point is that you can have somebody like a Michael Flynn, a a three-star general that Mm -hmm. is backing QAnon because there's a part of his brain that connected with something in that messaging. And he used to do that kind of thing. He was, right. you know, with the, he was, he was director of the, of the NSA, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and or at one time till, till Obama fired him, I think. But uh, uh, anyway, so we all have that's, bad days. that's, a, <laughs> so that's the, that is the, the, the thing that, that is most concerning about QAnon, at least to me from that standpoint. Yeah, no, I get it. And it's uh it is concerning and you have to just, you know, uh, unfortunately you have to recognize it look at it and say okay that's what it is and just move on uh you know make your own decision and and go from there but a very very crazy uh situation that we deal with on a daily basis when it comes to politics but again we gotta know where the the, the pitfalls and the minefields are uh when it comes to all this um so uh my next uh semi-topic i want to talk about when coming the state of america is the war in ukraine now this is a very hot topic right now um you guys and you know we've been dealing with and obviously we're not directly involved in the war in Ukraine, but we are, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. we're, we're, we're sending lots of, uh, lots of money and lots of uh, support to the Ukrainian people uh, to uh, basically fight off the Russians and uh, prevent this overtaking from the, uh, from the Russian state. Um, where do you guys feel like this is going to end up, uh, you know, happening at the end? Is this going to end up uh, with Putin's brains uh, on the floor of the Kremlin or uh, where do you think this is going to end up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Where, where, where do you think, where do you I, see I this could, I could tell you. I, you want me? You want me to jump in on it? Um, well, uh, I. So, no, I'll take it. I'll take it. Because uh, I don't think Putin expected the Ukrainian fight to be quite this tough. Um, and I know right now he is currently not where he believed himself to be. Um, I don't think he's actually going to fire any kind of news at the Ukraine. I don't think he would waste those resources. Obviously, seeing what's happening, uh, he is all kinds of crazy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and those Russian bots are listening. I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> but. A for Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter, Florida. It's <laughs> close enough to hype looks away. Oh, thanks. Right mm. there. Yeah. <laughs> to me the the what is going on there is proof to me that russian propaganda in our social media platforms with our politicians is working it is to a t 
It is. Because you, we, th- there has never been a time except maybe when the wall came down in Berlin and there was some hand-holding for a little while until of Tear course, that Putin, wall down. Until Putin came in and then, did, you know, did did the magic of it becoming a dictatorship again. Right. But um, there was never a time where we would be, where, well, I say we, where any of our politicians, especially Republicans, would be touting it the other way, like the poor Russia. I mean, I, I, it just blows my mind what I'm saying, but that's that's how good they are, that Russia and China at mm-hmm. propaganda feeding through our social media networks, and it's working to a T for them. Um, yeah. Ukraine is so ultimately important. I don't think people get how important that country is. I mm-hmm. wish we could roll back the clock and had thrown them into um in, into the uh um nato uh, the u yeah into the un thank you yeah yeah no, nato yeah. <clears throat> i wish we could have thrown them in um a long time ago i wish that if we rolled the clock back that um we just decided when when crimea happened that we rolled some troops in there just to hang out you know to do you know military operations together practice whatever you want to call it like we do over in asia every single mm-hmm. year south korea um, and all that yeah. <clears throat> south korea all those all those operations that that, that yeah because that that's working out fantastically for everyone involved i mean yeah <laughs> i mean the, the, but the thing is is with 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 russia coming into it again you know the, there will be pushback which is Hey, we went into Iraq. We invaded a sovereign nation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. without provocation. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that bugged me about and misinformation. Iraq. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, if there was, if if we should have done anything, it would have been Saudi, right? Saudi, right? Because all the 15, guys on that plane of were the nineteen. Fifteen right. of them out of the nineteen were Saudis, or sixteen. Right. Three of them were from Yemen. Yemen, right? So wait, it would have been Yemen. Wait, wait, wait! You're telling me our government lied to us? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Jay! So, <laughs> Shocker. Hey, we're gonna go- we're gonna go shoot brown people. That wasn't the right brown people. Nope. Yeah. What? And Puerto Ricans were spared again. Crazy. Were you? Were oh you? no, probably not. No, we were sent to the front lines. Yeah. I mean, all they, they hurricanes, homie. They, they Herb, we lost you there. Are you there, buddy? I said, I said that um, I, I'm with Jay in that. I, I don't think. Nuke, and for whatever reason, the media loves to use this term the tactical nuke. Nothing tactical. I mean, yeah, from a military standpoint, I guess you use the word tactical because it sounds cool. It's a fucking nuke. It's a right. nuke. If you want, if you undo a nuke, there's no role in that shit. But he would be the pariah of human history, of right. human history right. in that war at at this time. It's not even really. A, I, I don't even know what to call it. The conflict. I don't even know what happened with him waking up one day and deciding to just march into another country. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, the buildup was there. I, I uh, listen, I was, I was a young guy when we went into, uh, I can't believe how long it's been. It's been 20 years now, almost when we went into Iraq and I remember sitting on the border and mm-hmm. I'm like talking to my other officer buddies. And I'm like, what do you think, man? What are we going to do here? They're like, fuck are you talking about there's 250,000 of us sitting here you think we're right. gonna go home yeah this isn't, no. for, this isn't for show yeah. <laughs> this, yeah this isn't to get Saddam to do something right you know and so yeah. when you've seen that build-up happen yeah of course they're gonna of course they're gonna attack of course that's now, what's gonna happen to be fair to be fair just so you guys know if I'm ever walking down a street and a dove 
salutes me, I'm gonna go fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that video. If you've never seen it, uh, Herb, it's a a video of Putin. He's walking with one of his constituents up the street, and next thing you know, you see like a fucking. It was a pigeon, I think it was Jay, it was and pigeon. walks by oh, yeah, him, man. and he goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, right. damn, even the pigeon I remember does. That. I did, I did, I did see that. That's yeah, yeah. Funny. Even the pigeon, even the yeah. Well, listen, even if he does say, for instance, hit a button. That button goes to other people before that new goes up. And those other people are not going to let that new go up. It's against their doctrine anyway. That's yeah, it's not going to happen. Moment. It's against their doctrine. Their their doctrine, if you follow it, is is for defense. It's right. defensive. And Only. that's what nukes really are. They're they're defensive. It's just basically not to be fucked with. Right. You exactly. Know? Yeah. It's not to be now, yeah. let's let's talk about the other one who's rattling those particular chains. Oh yeah, what's his name? Kim Jong Il or Un or whatever. Which one is that one? Yeah, uh, he's yeah, he's, he's shooting rockets out into the middle of the, just the sea for no reason. I mean, what's going on with this guy here? Yeah. He's not doing it for no reason, my guy. No, he's not doing it for no. He's reason. more scarier than Putin, I think. He's he's a little cray cray. Okay, I got a nice little story for you. Uh-oh, so, let's hear it. Uh, so ready. I was so when we were uh, after the balloon went up and the invasion happened, um, and it was probably a couple weeks in, and I. I bumped into a, um, a, uh, a priest. He was a major in the air force. So they, and he happened to be Eastern Orthodox, which is what I was raised. My mom's Greek. My dad's, so I was uh, Orthodox Jew, mm-hmm. but, um, I bumped into, and I was talking to him and he had just come out there from South Korea. He was stationed in South Korea. Now this is going mm-hmm. back again to 2003. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was kind of like this, Holy shit, this shit's going on. You know, we're running to bunkers, all this crap's happening. And he was like, you know, this, this really doesn't worry me that much. I'm not worried about us not, not winning, winning this. He mm-hmm. said, what really scares me though, I just came from South Korea. That place scares the shit out of me. <laughs> this is well, in the middle of the war already kicked wow. off. Wow. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and, and so, you know, that, you know, that's the, that I, I I've never forgotten that. And so when I see this yeah. guy acting up, it's like, you know, we waited too long. Yeah. This, this is the the proverbial kicking the can down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only kick mm-hmm. the can when it's with those kinds of things. When it's when it's with countries that are beefing up their military. You know, China's beefing up their military right now. I mean, like mm-hmm. a ton, a shit yeah. ton, mm-hmm. ships, everything, missiles, whatever. They're putting a bunch of money into that. When North Korea, when they even started thinking about developing something is when mm-hmm. that should have happened. Right. But yep. no one, no one wanted to do that. No one wanted to rock the boat. The can got kicked down the road. As Nobody wanted to check them. Nobody wanted to check them. Right. Nobody wanted to check them. No one wanted to give them a bloody nose. Right. Nothing like that. And right. this is where we're at now. So now that they have a nuke, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a guy who starves his own people. Right. Absolutely. I mean, what what does North Korea bring to the table? Washing machine. I don't even think we buy washing machine. I mean <laughs> what seriously? No, they have no just no they gross synthetic product. No? no output. They don't right. bring anything to the table. I mean, at least China makes us all this shit and this and every you know, I'm right. my phone. Right. What does North Korea make? Right. Fucking stapler? Like, I don't know, you know. I yeah, mean, yeah. honestly. They don't have anything to offer. 
So that's the that's that's the issue there. And we don't have any kind of, you know, the only way we can get to North Korea is through China. I, right. I don't mean that military. I mean it from a from a geopolitical standpoint. The only way right. we can get to North Korea is China. China is sort of like the big brother mm-hmm. to North Korea. And if they get out of hand, you know, they, you know, China's a billion and a half people. I mean, geez, right. they'd swallow North Korea in a second. So Herb, yeah. you, you said you have an older brother, right? I do. Two. How, two older brothers. Oh, okay. How how old? How much older are your older brothers? We're Irish triplets, <laughs> right? 56, 57, 58. Holy shit. Yeah. So I also <laughs> have two older brothers, although mine are six and seven years older than me. Ah, gotcha. Uh, and being the youngest of, of three boys, uh, William, you can just go ahead and see yourself out of this conversation. He's the oldest. <laughs> So Big Brother will only Big Brother you so often until one day you go ahead and punch Big Brother in the face. That's how I got respect for my two older brothers was eventually I got tired of taking this shit. Now, with our age gaps, they were in their 30s uh, and I was still a teenager, so it helped. But my point is, when it comes to China being the Big Brother, they're going to Big Brother and they're going to, they've already kind of been putting out there trying to keep it Cool. Um, right, right. Yeah. But yeah. if he feels too belittled by China, he'll do some crazy shit just to do some crazy shit. That's my feeling. Yeah. I also might be a scared little vagina. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel actually, if I was South Korea, I'd be more afraid of him even more because, you know, that's obviously right there, right there the border. I mean, for him to sure. attack the United States, I mean, that would take an ICMB, what, like 25,000 miles to reach, you know, from where they're at to the coast of California. I think I, I read at one point. So, yeah, I mean, for them to have that type of capability to be able to shoot something like that to here in the United States before us even, you know, figuring it out and maybe intercepting it somehow, I'm cool with that because I think we're that far ahead of it. But I do, if I was South Korea, I'd be very, very afraid um, because he's right there and God knows what the fuck that guy can do. But, you know, again, you know, we're, we're dealing with a, a communist regime um, that uh, is like on steroids, like what you said earlier, uh, yeah, Herb. And it's just, again, we have not checked them. And we needed to a long time ago. We didn't just like what you said, Herb. And now yeah. we're kind of hopefully not pay the consequences for all this shit. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. all right. So that's a, a nice little uh, bow on the uh, the Ukraine war there and talking about Kim Jong-un. The last thing I want to talk about tonight, guys, is Elon Musk and this uh, Twitter takeover. Mollusk? Mollusk. Crooked dick himself. Yeah. <laughs> God. You mean Tony Stark from Wish? Yeah, from oh, there you go, Tony Stark from Wish. I like that one, Jay. That's good. Um, so yeah, Elon Musk takes over Twitter, fires a bunch of people, figures out that he needs a bunch of people back. <laughs> so he tries to rehire them again. Oops. Yeah, doesn't work yeah. out real well. Um, it, the the company is now looking like in less certain uh, going he into needs a handler. Yeah, he needs a handler. <laughs> yeah, he needs a fluffer, man. He needs somebody to fluff things up, man. Um, oh, I'm sure he's got plenty of fluffers. <laughs> it's, but, yeah. but yeah, listen, it's it accelerated on Thursday with more executive departures, growing chaos over fake verified accounts. That's another whole thing that's going on. Um, now they're charging like eight bucks to verify an account. Then they took that away because then people were just buying accounts with names and falsifying other people. Um, yeah. Russians. 
Yeah, Russians. China, Chinese. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. serious. No, of course. Who do you think was the first one to jump on that? We yeah. would do the same thing in their country too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we do. And we, and we do. do. And we do. And we do. And we do. Yep. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Thursday, he also reportedly was telling employees that uh, bankruptcy could be on uh, the horizon for the company. Um, it's not one of these options that it's not off the table. But um, it's a sudden reversal of fortunes, not just for Musk, who bought the company at 44 million or 44 billion, excuse me, dollars, um, but also a platform used by some of those powerful people on the planet, of, including CEOs, the Pope, you know, ex-president, so on and so forth. So um, the problem is, yeah, well, the problem is now is that you got one guy at the helm and there's nobody to check this guy. And there's nobody to kind of filter what this guy says. He had, doesn't have a handler, just like what Herb said. Needs a handler, definitely needs a handler. Um, but now he's starting to share false information um, and things like that, which is scary now because now you have the guy that's at the head of one of the most powerful uh, forms of social media spouting off fucking fake you know, news. And that's not good. We can't have something like that. So, um, you know. Down in front. <laughs> Jay, what do you got to say? I'm, there, catch- I'm catching a theme for yeah. all the issues, right? Right. Unregulated. Yeah. yeah. One dude at the helm right. causing some shit. Right. You can't have one dude yeah. at the helm of something like this. Yeah. You have to have. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Will. Go, go ahead. ahead, Herb. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. Uh, the, yeah, my 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 theme of the night was disinformation, misinformation, and malinformation. I mean, it's malinformation. Like it's, uh, yeah. All of that, plus what you said, Jay. I mean, yeah, that's it's it. always one asshole at the top going. I want to be on <laughs> The other thing is, it's all it's all ego driven too. It's 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 narcissism. It's ego. It's you it's know, dick swinging. They, you can say it. it's dick swinging. oh yeah yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, the, 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 he has no no business. <clears throat> I mean, he does the he does the rocket thing well. He did the electric car thing well. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that he did which was great but you know part of not keeping your ego in check is all of a sudden now he's gonna I, the, put it this way it wouldn't surprise me if tomorrow he woke up and decided he was a marine biology expert he's so <laughs> gonna go save the fucking whales and <clears throat> do all, yeah. stuff that's just not in his realm and he was so, trying so, to reach out to putin and like and, and I yeah, think break all other kinds of it. rules. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just yeah. it, it's just no. remarkable how this happens to these people that you know he should have stayed in his lane or mm-hmm. it or listen, buying Twitter was not his issue, although he mm-hmm. paid like two and a half times more than what it was worth. Oh. <clears throat> if, if if it was any other CEO brainiac worth their weight in salt, they would have brought in their board they would have mm-hmm. brought in a ceo that has a tech background they would they would have mm-hmm. been hands on like hey whatever you, you listen this is why i hired you as a ceo i don't know this shit you know that i know car i know electric cars and fucking rockets that land themselves right. you know social media that's why don't ask me another social media question that's your shit mm-hmm. it's you jerry know I mean? jones that, syndrome yeah it, it's uh, jerry just, jones syndrome it's, yeah, yeah i own the team so I'm yeah. gonna do what I think is best. <clears throat> exactly. So just and go prance around the wrong. field. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Elon Musk is saying, "I'm sorry, guys. I got the lightest touch. I own this bitch. Everything I, I touch touch the gold." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "Wait a second. It's not the lightest touch. 
it's a mierda yeah so you got this one guy at the top um you know he's sharing fake news you know uh three days after he purchased twitter uh he posted a tweet uh, advancing baseless allegations about the recent attack of the husband of the house speaker nancy pelosi this is where it starts to get interesting here guys so the tweet on sunday raised new questions about uh, on or if Mr. Musk will act on uh, how to combat misinformation, hate speech on the social media site, of course. So, and this is exactly what Herb was talking about. So, on Saturday, Hillary Clinton, the former, former first lady, um, posted a tweet assailing Republicans for spreading hate and deranged conspiracy theories. Again, what we're talking about, the theme of tonight. And she said uh, that she had an emboldened uh, the man who attacked. Uh, Mrs. Pelosi's husband, Paul, inside the couple's home in San Francisco early on Friday. In a reply to Mrs. Clinton's tweet, Musk wrote, there's a tiny possibility there might be more to the story than meets the eye. Then he shared a link to an article in the Santa Monica Observer where the article alleges that Mr. Pelosi was drunk and he was in a fight with a male prostitute. So I'm not sure if you guys heard any of this stuff or not. Oh, I mean, that's a Saturday night at the Martinez household. You know, know? Santa Monica Observer. <laughs> I used to live in L.A. Do you know where the Santa Monica Observer Word. is? I, that's why I wanted to get it's your. In a guy, it's in a guy's basement. It's one dude. Oh, is it? OK. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's just total disinformation. It's gotcha. a disinformation platform. So it's like, one guy's bullshit, basically. So uh, going back to the, the story. Pelosi's 82 year old husband was attacked with a hammer in their home by a man who was searching for her. Paul Pelosi suffered a fractured skull and required surgery. Uh, and to hear how Nancy Pelosi described the, the situation, how she found out about the attack was pretty harrowing. I mean, you know, she said that she had just gotten there the night before the doorbell rang. And, you know, next thing you know, it was the Capitol Police and said they needed to speak to her and all this stuff. So that's how she found out, you know, somebody's looking for her, ends up fucking up her husband really bad. And then you got some fucking guy on Twitter saying that, oh, no. He was a uh, fucking a male prostitute, got into a fight and a drunken fight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not any guy. Right. Moll- mollusk. I mean, mollusk. Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Musk. Musk. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the richest guy in the world. He Why should you be get... so far from this stuff. Right. Like he, he, yeah. he shouldn't even know about that story. Like that's, right. that's how I use the platform. He shouldn't yeah. even be tweeting on his own platform unless it's to put out to actual in. Well, it's it it should be just so he can put out actual information like, hey, we have a new CEO coming on board. Hey, right. here's a new exactly. board member. That that's it. The, it's just yeah. it kills me. These like guys. press releases. Just, that's all he should be doing. Oh, press releases. God. That's it. Yeah, it's just amazing. It's amazing. He's taking the flamethrowers. That's what he should be doing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now you're having a, a big exodus of people leaving Twitter now. And um, there, a lot of people are saying that Twitter is not going to be existent in the next year. Um, there's just going to be a lot of people leaving that that platform, and it's sad because you have one guy who you know ends up buying this whole thing, ruining it for everybody, and now it's just going to end up, you know, going off into never never land, like it never existed. Maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, it, whatever your take may be on it, the world could use less social media. Yeah, sure, it could. it could, it could, it could. Yeah. Um, but again, this is what we're dealing with, but, uh, well, listen, guys, I think that's a really good, um, wrap on tonight, man. I think we touched a lot of different topics and subjects tonight, gave a pretty good uh, analysis of the state of America and what we're dealing with today. I want to think, go ahead, Jay. Quick postscript. Yeah. Uh, I did just say we need less social media while podcasting for YouTube and Facebook. We're we're pushing the good fight here. (laughs) Just saying. This just is saying. a good fight, bro. This is I, a good hey, fight. Keep I'll, that put shit a, real. I'll, 
I'll put a postscript to your postscript, my son who's 17. PS. PS to the PS. My son who's 17 is not on any social media. He Good can't for him. stand it. Good for he's him. He's not on Instagram. He's not on Twitter. He's not on any of those. He actually thinks it, it increases the uh, uh, teen suicide. And, you know, I mean, oh, I'm sure. Will, Will knows Sam. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. So he's the most centered kid I've ever probably met seriously but no no absolutely and he's right he's absolutely all that stuff affects you on a daily basis you know what i mean and the thing is is that what is the first thing we do when we get up in the morning we get up we go sit down on the toilet take a shit or a piss and we have our phone right in our face right and that's the first thing that we see and that's what influences us on a daily basis so again you know you have to be careful what you intake um, even if it is social media, you know, we talked about this in Donaldson before here, Jay, you know, too much social media is not good. Too much. Of I don't even leave good. my bed. I look at my phone and I, I wear diapers. There you go. <laughs> Just go free. It. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> for a totally different reason, baby. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So there you go, man. Awesome. This was fun. Yeah. Well, listen, Herb, thank you yeah. so yeah. much thank for you, coming Herb. on the podcast. Yeah, nice and, meeting uh, you, Jay. Yeah. And uh, Jay, thank you for uh, joining us again, of course, like we do every uh, every week and we appreciate it. And uh, again, Herb, we're going to have to have you back on and talk about some more politics in the future uh, when things start arising. I'm sure that uh, we got a lot of stuff Bring to talk about. Out, right, oh, sorry, sorry. Out, you got to straighten, you gotta straighten you go, it out. Yeah, there you go. go. Yeah, there you go. All right, <laughs> All right Herb, thank you so much. Perfect. And thank you for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. We'll see you guys again next Peace. week. Thank- Thanks. All right, guys. A werewolf could kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. <laughs>